What is up, After Buzzers? We are at our final last two episodes. We are talking about episode 12 called Ghosts, and there is so much to talk about, so stay tuned. You're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Y'all jamming to this? Like, <laughs> I saw you before we started, like, jamming. We're getting acquainted with our new After Buzz TV uh, intro music. I do love it, actually. It's right? beautiful. You're tuned in to the ESPN you do a talk. Fantastic <gasps> one. Thank you. Yes. You do a great job. Also, guys, I hate to break it to you. This is one of the final two times that you will be hearing this song. Boo. Oh, well, actually, I'm pretty excited about that. The song. <laughs> the, the song was just so dramatic, y'all. Okay. I was getting ready to say, wait a second. Are you ready for this to be like no, done? No, just the song. Like the, yeah. in, the intro music, it was always like, even if we love the episode, we used to have to come in very melancholy. It's like, like, we love the episode. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Do a great impression of it. What's up, After Buzzers? Thank you so much for joining us. We are so excited because, like we heard from our very own Alan Powell a couple days ago, if you did not see that, go check it out on After Buzz. We did get to do a special interview with Alan Powell, who plays McQuig. He told us... Sorry. She's just sour because she didn't get to interview him. Being a hater over here. Girl, you being a girl boss, it's fine. True. It's fine. True. But either way, he did prepare us because these last two episodes are... Epic. So, episode 12, Ghosts. My name is Candace Cruz. Who all do we have over here? Elena over here. I'm sitting in a new seat tonight. So you are? How are you feeling? It's 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 a little bit different than that uh, side. Like, I feel like that side, you know, we used to have the shoulders going on. Yeah, I, think I'm I can still reach. Yeah. If you're reach. listening on iTunes, I am sitting where Ashley sits because the birthday girl yes. is living her best life. She is. As so she should. Comment in the comment section and wish Ashley a happy birthday. Oh, I love that. And it's Elena here. Yes. And uh, don't throw shade to the side of the table because um, it's your girl Christine here. Ooh. Nice and comfortable on this side of the table. <laughs> But I love you. I have to say, I'm loving all the sass going into the final two episodes because there was a ton of sass in this episode and a lot of fire and a lot of drama. Yes. So what are your overall thoughts on this whole episode? Because it was crazy. My takeaway from the episode literally is between is is a scene or a few scenes between Alex and McQuig. Like when I think about this episode because I watched it a little earlier. Because I'm already replaying it in my head. Yes. Mm-hmm. They they were the episode for me and it's crazy because we had all this action, we had all this drama. Right. But for some reason that is the scene that I'm just like that's what that's what this episode was about. <laughs> like that's it, it. Is it because of the anticipation that we've had for like a I while? Think, mm, no. No. no, no. What was it then? We're not there yet. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll wait. They're gonna, they're gonna get all my secrets. I can't tell y'all because then y'all gonna know my perspective of, you know. I mean, and we also have a lot of like real world news for you guys. Yeah. And obviously, it's National Lipstick Day. Congratulations, Happy National Lipstick Day. I hope you're enjoying it. But we are gonna be talking all about that in our special news. You won't want to miss it. So stay tuned for that. But, um, Christine, overall thoughts, how are you feeling? Ooh, um, I loved this episode. Part one of the finale, I think, delivered because we finally got an answer to, like, three or four of our burning questions all season. In the end... You want to give us those three or the four burning questions? Maybe more like two or three in the sense of, like... (laughs) I was like, what burning questions do we have? Well, or rather that I had, will Alex and McQuig hook up? They did. Will we see Andrea again? We did. Will... Owen still live and he did someone you know no one died so three 
Okay. That's what it. were the other ones that did not get answered yet? Oh, I don't know. I was just trying to make it sound cool. Oh, okay, great. I'll be Fantastic. honest. But those were some burning questions for me. Well, for me, I think I agree with you. That was just like a full on, like, I really wanted McQuig and Alex to have something. The tension was just at that boiling point where, you know, where like the lid on the pot was just like steaming over. It needed to pop on off. Just saying. But otherwise. I mean, it really did go from like zero to 100 really quick after not really being there for so long. I think honestly, though, they are. And I talked about this with McQuig. With Alan the other day of them being two alphas. And I think a lot of their camaraderie and their relationship and their romantic relationship is based on business and based on like their drive ambitiously within the FBI. So I think them being bosses themselves is kind of like. Zhuzh enough. (laughs) Is zhuzh the right word? It makes it spicy, I guess. Sure. We'll 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 go go with with that. that. (laughs) All right. Fine. I mean, it was spicy enough with them jumping out of a plane. Just saying. How 007 did this get? I mean, Alan really did get his wish with this episode, he didn't did. he? did. But can we just address the point before we go into this whole thing? How did he end up all the way over there and they ended up all together? It's, it's, it's scripted TV. It's Quantico. Because, no, I legit was asking myself the same question. I was like, wait. I didn't even know he was missing until someone addressed the point that he had been missing. He was the last one out of the plane. He took a good hard look too before he went out. So maybe that was his window of being lost. Direction. Use use your like lines to direct. Follow the the train of people. Just saying. What bothered me more with this scene was the fact that Ryan was the only one who was visibly shaken up by falling out of an airplane. I'm sorry. He landed the way I would expect someone to land over concrete area. It's not like they did this over grass. Right. Hit his head kind of just slumped over achy and, you know, really trying to get his bearings when he gets up. Whereas Alex and Shelby are like, you good girl? Yeah, me too. Hair flip. All right, let's Cause go. Because they, they're not new to this but it was funny when... In boots though? You could skydive in boots and get up on In boots? Hair and makeup still flawless? Lipstick oh, was no. in place. Yeah. Just saying. But what was funny <laughs> to me about that scene was the fact that Alex was almost mourning Ryan because she didn't know if he was like dead or if he made it or if the impact was too hard and then he came with some sarcasm he was like um you looking for me or am I supposed to be dead or something (laughs) and I'm like dude you know like I'm about to cry stop playing with me okay get up let's go the fact that he hit a like headstone out of all the places I think he's fine (laughs) you don't think it's foreshadowing I mean, I wasn't going there, but I mean, we can address that in predictions if you'd like. We can. I do want to kind of go back before they jumped out of the plane, though. Yeah. And Ryan and um, Devlin's interaction on the plane. That was key. It was amazing. And clearly, like, Devlin is doing all of this to get to Ryan. And I think that that's obviously an amazing choice on Devlin's part. And the reason being is because Devlin can read people very, very well. I think, personally. I think so, too. I mean, he showed that last episode. Correct. Yeah. So he's seen Ryan's track record. He studied him. He's seen that he was the one that killed his brother or his son. I'm sorry. His son. So now he realizes that he is connected to all these people and he loves these people. Mm -hmm. The easiest way to get to him is to make them upset. 
to hurt them, and that's going to be the direct line to Ryan. Even if he would have gone after his dad, it would have been like a moot point. Right. You know what I mean? Like, of course, he loves his dad, but that wasn't really the way to get to Ryan's heart. So he knows long game and end game that this is the way to get to him. Because then Ryan's going to feel helpless, because Ryan also likes to save the day. So if all the people around him are hurt and, and Devlin is getting to them, Ryan is going to get so spiteful, so angry, so hurt at Devlin and, you know, Devlin won. That's the greatest way to play it. I agree. That is totally tapping into, like, what makes Ryan tick. And that is setting us up for a ton of drama. Exactly. Speaking of drama, for you After Buzzers, our network produces after shows for nearly all of your favorite TV shows, drama ones like this mm-hmm. on this channel. Um, from dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more, there is no network that works harder to serve you television fans. But right now, we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. Um, by subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that's tailor-made for you and will help after Buzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about pesky notifications, don't be because this is 2018. They're optional. You can turn them off or turn them on. So keep that in mind. Um, hit that subscribe button right now for this channel and check out our other After Buzz TV YouTube channels like the ones I mentioned before. Reality TV, sci-fi, drama, wrestling and sports. Um, and let us know you did so in the comments and we'll thank you on air. So for now, thanks for being the best fans and for helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. Guys, I can't believe that we're at the end of our last two episodes because you guys have been so supportive, even with the announcement of the show being canceled, sticking through. Even even with the network changing the days of the like, we weren't always airing on Sundays Mm -hmm. and yet you guys are still at home watching. So we're so grateful for you. Not only that, we are one of the top 10 after shows (gasps) here at After Buzz TV. High five. So special (laughs) thank you to you guys. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. The squeals are real. Sorry. They're real. We Sorry. appreciate you. Real. We really do appreciate you. And guys, I have to say, as much as we've been kind of up and down and levels with this show, because we've been real, like real, real with you all about whether or not we like the show or not in different viewpoints, I have to say they're ending it strong. Yeah. And I really enjoy where they're leading it to. Um, and going off of that, we obviously talked about the plane and Devlin. Devlin's clearly go- clearly going after Ryan. Like, that's his end game, his goal. I didn't know that, though, before this episode. I didn't either. It wasn't as plainfully clear as as no. that last interaction where, you know, he called out the fact that Ryan hasn't made any eye contact with him. And to me, I was like, you're marking him. Now I get it. Yeah. And I love that he's like center. Like they they put him in this chair in the center of the plane, just like we're just gonna stare at you for eight hours. Sure, why not? Anyone I, else find that weird? I also found it weird that I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> it, it was very funny. It made for some good TV moments, but they were on a U.S. Um, Air Force plane. Mm. But with a criminal like this being extradited, like how weren't there more? Um, agents. Thank you. I know that they're a special team and they've, you know, been involved with this from day one, but like the only other people there were, were they Irish pilots that infiltrated? And they were also part of Devlin's team on top of it. Right. We needed more bodies there that weren't connected to him. Even outside the bodies, what I couldn't understand is how did they even allow this to happen? Like it could have been three of y'all. You guys are such an elite team. You were supposed to be the best of the best, the smartest of the smartest. How do you know? Like, you know, he just got extradited. You know that he's going back to Ireland. You know that he's going to come up with some kind of concoction, some kind of plan to get himself free. And yet you just sit in there on a plane like, like having this back and forth conversation when you know he about to like I feel like they should have seen they should have seen it coming that shouldn't have been a surprise 
And here's my thing, like, obviously, and we'll get into this a little bit more, is that the loyalties are lying more in Devlin's corner than mm, we for think. For real. That was a twist that I was not expecting. So I just want to get through the whole, like, McQuig being in jail, because I really want to get to that point, obviously. Mm-hmm. But McQuig somehow did not end up with the other crew. Everybody else ended up together. Just saying. McQuig <laughs> ended up all the way over here. <laughs> you know, it's fine. And he's getting chased down yeah. by the Irish police. And, that, like, that they don't believe me, yeah. him. They won't even... Here's my thing, too, that bothers me, is that he tells and announces that he's FBI. Mm-hmm. He says his name. They don't ask for a badge. They don't even let him go for his badge. They just pull out a gun. Pull out a gun and, like, arrest him. Granted, I know that the jurisdiction and laws are different in every country, but shouldn't they have some type of Miranda rights over there? When that first happened... Just saying. They, they should. Well... That's Some also sort. what that's also what we're used to. Right. But when when he announced himself as FBI and the gun was pulled, I immediately I thought that they weren't actual officers. Yeah. I thought that they were yeah. just like in costumes undercover for Devlin. Mm. And then later finding out why that worked out the way that it did. But that was interesting to me because I was like, oh, these are fakes. And he just announced mm-hmm. himself to the enemy, you know? Mm. Yeah, I mean, them not reading any sort of rights was a dead giveaway that they weren't even here for trying to give him any sort of help. Right. right? That was my biggest thing, is that you just arrest him and throw him in jail. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. I've watched enough cop shows, guys. to get your Miranda rights. At least <laughs> I know that much. Or some type of rights. Yeah. Some type of rights. But either way, him going into the jail and the mix of McQuig and then, obviously, Devlin and Fiona... Devlin comes in and like serves him a piece. Man, Devlin came in. I had to run to the restroom during the show. Sorry. Okay. TMI. Sure. During that scene, and I can still hear it happen. Like I can hear it, the scene happening Mm. on my TV when Devlin was beating up a quig. So I tried to run back so fast because I was like, who's dying? Like that's how brutal the beating was. And unfortunately, it was Devlin beating a quig. I thought it was the other way around, which is why I wanted to see it happen. But then when I saw the screen, I'm seeing McQuig get flown around. I'm like, oh, babe, you about to die. (laughs) I have to say, I did like this altercation and this fight better than the jail cell with McQuig. And Devlin's people, clearly Devlin does a better job than his own people. Yeah. He can really throw a punch versus the other ones were just like. That, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, maybe it was the sound effects that I'm referring to. Yes. For Devlin and McQuig's fight, those sound effects were like, that right? wasn't good. And you can you know but the you intensity was there because this is finally a moment where McQuig can lay a punch on him or get one in for mm-hmm. killing his sister. Yeah. Like, let's not forget that aggression is still very much there. It just threw me. And the fact that, like, obviously, Devlin, like, I kind of knew going into this, him being extradited and very, like, adamant about being extradited. He has his, like, army over in Ireland. I just didn't know it was that deep that he had already infiltrated, like, all of the police systems. Yeah. You know what was interesting to me? So when when McQuig was first captured and they were like, um, he's dead, like, Devlin is dead and all of this crap but Fiona was in the states looking for him so I was like when that when that came out it confused me a bit because I was like do the people of Ireland actually think that he's dead like did he fake his own death or was that or was he just joking when he said that you remember that scene yeah so that's something that through the episode they kept kind of coming back to the fact that Connor's dead now I think it, it was about With the plane crash that. yeah because yeah. Um, oh it was from the plane crash I mm-hmm. think it was Got it. Eamon's 
second lieutenant or whoever somewhere in conversation brought up the fact that like oh yeah we already put out on the radio that you know the plane went down there's no survivors so you're dead got now, it, mate, got or it. whatever so that was definitely part of the plan and that's kind of how I knew that those cops were on his payroll because like wouldn't authorities be like oh wow someone who we thought was dead is still alive and right. walk through here it's like no they're all on the same team and Eamon let's talk about him for a minute I mean how are you all feeling about him Little brother. He's just as good of a villain as Devlin. Yeah, Yeah, the writers... In a different way, but very good. Yeah. Very good. I liked him a lot. They did a good job of doubling up on a villain that has already worked so well for us and making Mm -hmm. another layer to all of this, because it's not just coming back to Ireland and... uh, getting revenge on the people who killed my son. It's like, oh, on top of that, I'm going to get back my family business. I'm going to ruffle some more feathers. I ain't done yet. You think you, you saw the last of Connor Devlin? Absolutely not. 10 million, by the way, is the number that Eamon threw out in order to revenge his son's death. 10 million? 10 million. That's insane. Do you not? Do you think that's too much? Do you not think it's enough? Here's my thing. If money was a moot point... And we're talking about, like, someone's life. Of course it's worth more than $10 million, I think. But if we're talking, like, logistically real money, that's a lot of money. $10 million? There yeah. is a quiet moment there. Yeah. How are you all we feeling about it? We are thinking about, about it. Like, like, $10 million. $10 million. <laughs> Can you understand where I'm coming from, though? Like, $10 million? Yeah. And in order to avenge someone that has already passed. Right. This person is not kidnapped. We're not giving money for, like, a ransom they're gone. Yeah. And you're wasting $10 million of your business money to get revenge. That's not going to have a return on investment. Let's well, be real. We're just regular people. We also, this yeah. is a gangster that, That's the first no thing that comes filter. to my mind. Yeah. Is that like $10 million? But ten million could be ten dollars for like ten million to them is like ten dollars to us, maybe. You know? I wish ten million was ten dollars <laughs> to me. That'd be fine. You sound a little Irish there. Did that it? would be fine. That would be that'd fine. Be fine. <laughs> that'd be fine. Connor, do you want to I mean, million? my stepmom is Irish. I've listened to it for nine years, though. You don't say? I guess. Ah, it sounds she's like you from, Beyonce. She's from Maine. Oh, I think you don't say. But I can't Beyonce. do an Irish accent. <laughs> I guess, apparently, I can do an Irish I accent. Either. I didn't know I could do an Irish accent. <laughs> now it's getting worse. It's fine. Let's just scratch that. Irish is not my forte. Back to the actual Irishman. <laughs> Eamon is a slick person and he's obviously the one that has to do with the sex trafficking yeah he's the one that came up with this whole idea mm-hmm. what a bright idea that was interesting to me because uh devlin and Eamon had an encounter when devlin was walking through the facility to see what his brother's done mm. with it and he was like oh it's changed and he kind of walked in on his brother like yelling at one of the guards and some of the girls and at that moment i realized i thought that this was your business i thought that king was telling the truth about, you know, you having all this, but I realized that it's just, it, it's not you. You just are the big brother that's taken. Like, your your name is just so much bigger than Eamon's, so it's going to fall under your establishment. And what's interesting, too, is I think it humanized Connor a little bit more mm-hmm. because I almost realized that he was completely against this. He thought right. this was dirty money. This was a bad way to go, bad way to go to business. So I was like, oh, I kind of, I shouldn't like him. I kind of like you a little bit more because you're anti, like, sex trafficking. Clearly, you have no problem killing people. But <laughs> sex trafficking is a whole nother ball game. It's like, mm, that's just a little beneath me. Right? Okay, man. <laughs> Fine. Great. Well, I'm curious to know, who would Connor Devlin be had his son been alive? 
Because when we were first introduced mm, to him, question. he was it's very chill. Like, you know what I mean? He right. wasn't... He, he Obviously, he did, he wasn't as vengeful, but a lot of the scenes that we saw him when we were introduced to him, he was, like, very hands-off, like, keep your hands clean. Authoritative, still the villain. Right. But in a sense where you liked him. Of course. You know what I mean? And then he moved into this point where he lost his son and he became this person, this person that we didn't like. So I think that human in him represents who he was prior to losing his son. Yeah, that's a good point. It's possible. I think, you know, he's in desperation mode right now to just get even and get out because he doesn't have an army behind him. The stakes are just different now. Yeah. That's a really good point. We've seen this villain change so much Mm -hmm. to the point where we're semi, not rooting for him, but can see a different side to him. Kudos to the writers for really diving deep with that character. I mean, the writers have done an amazing job writing throughout this entire episode. And we asked Alan, actually, because this was a question that we'd had a couple weeks ago, is do they prepare for in-game prior to being eliminated? Like, obviously, every show is up for either renewal or cancellation. Right. And I asked, we, we both asked, was like, do they prepare or did you have to reshoot or anything when the announcement came that they were going to be canceled. And he said that, no, that this was the actual end. So kudos to them to getting it to a point to where it could kind of lead off. Obviously, we haven't seen the finale yet. We'll lead off into something more, but also give us, like, the needs that we need for the end of the season. Yeah. And they sure made us wait real long. 12 episodes. Long so that is just, that's so interesting to me, though, that it wasn't reshot, like that it was right. already pre-done yeah. with how the season went. You know what I mean? Mm. Like with, with, with the calculations of everything and how everything ended up being produced, it's just very interesting that this was already done. So why not give us this? Not earlier, but some of it. You know what I mean? Just sooner. Like, maybe we could have got a piece of Connor Devlin in the beginning of this season so that it could be this intertwining loop. Because now I it feels like it came out of nowhere. Re- they they found out after they had wrapped shooting, mm. I believe. Correct? Yeah, that's what he said. That's what he had mentioned. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think there was any room or budget right. for that matter to go back and, like, yeah, I shoot something it. more. I get it. Yeah. I know. Maybe the writers just had a different vision for this, anticipating that they'd have season four to maybe clean it up. Right. True. And I mean, it's a whole new ballgame because obviously the people that were involved with the show for first, second, first season and second season were different than the people that are involved with third season. So it is a little bit different. Obviously, we've touched on that a lot throughout our After Buzz season. For all of you guys that have been watching on YouTube, thank you so much for always watching on YouTube. But... We are other places, too. Yes, we are. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can always hop on over to iTunes and listen to our lovely voices. This is Candace. <clears throat> this is Elena. <clears throat> and this is Christine. Oh, I like that. that. <laughs> see, if you were on iTunes, you would hear that and not just see us be like kind of weird and quirky saying our names into the microphone. But either way, check us out on iTunes. Give us five stars. Comment below and let us know what you think of the show and also check out all the other after best shows on podcasts especially if you're in la the commute is long and spotify can only go so far so definitely check us out We're on itunes podcast listening to all your favorite shows catching up because we are super fans just like you are yes so, we are yes and if you're on itunes come on over to youtube and you can see our lovely faces <laughs> all day every day <laughs> <laughs> sarcasm it's fine great works. talking about Devlin. Yes. I know that we jumped away from a quig, but I kind of want to go back. So just so I can tell you about okay. my favorite scene. Go, 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 go. 
I, I hope I think it's the scene that I actually. Are we probably, talking about the last like sassy sassy scene? No. Oh, the, okay. Jake away, girl. The fake. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. Yes. That had me. I'm missing something. Laughing. What is going on? Okay. So oh, oh, in the hospital. Yes. Go. Go. Okay. I can't. Listen. Oh. First of all, I loved how they came up with the rescue mission to get McQuig out of the hospital after he done been beat up. I mean, if I have to be beat up to see you in a nurse costume, I, I mean, would, I'll take oh, it. So the, I don't know if it was. I don't know if they gave him some drugs, but he was he was feeling it. Okay, he, the whole scene, he was just out of character. He was just playing, and then so <laughs> what started it for me was. Alex going to put whatever machine under his pillow so she leant in for it and then I think he thought that she was going to kiss him oh yeah so he was like getting ready for a kiss and she she was like all right now play dead <laughs> and he was like he did not play dead well just saying eyes open yeah he kept opening his eyes he kept smiling he kept peeking they were like oh he's crashing oh he's not coming back he was like <laughs> it was so mischievous <laughs> Honestly, I think the reason I love it so much is because he was me in that scene. Like you know when you is play, that what you would do? Because you know when you're playing games, but you kind of yeah. want to see the action happening. So you like you're supposed to be playing there, but honestly, I want to live it. I want to <laughs> like I want to see it. I want to see you get because they were being tricked. The people, the the Irish people of the hospital were the, the officer. I'm sorry, they are not that dumb. The officer was just, just dumb. Saying. When he, he's when, dumb as when rocks. she was like, take off the cuffs, or you want me? To, Shelby was like, or oh, you want me to get electrocuted? And he was like, oh okay. And then McQuig was like. <laughs> Like, like that was my favorite. That did it for me. Like it was so real. He for did me. not sell it at all. They said sell it, just sell it. Okay, whispering in the ear, just sell it. It was so much. He he did not sell it. He had the time of his life with that scene. Yes, he did. Like that, that was a weird comedic break within this high drama, high yes, stakes episode. I honestly, because I I laughed out loud. Like I was like, wow, this is actually obnoxious as hell. But I'm here for it. Because he kept doing it. He yeah. didn't like peak smile, go back to being dead. He was like, every every time they said something, he, that, smart. he was like, dude, die. I mean, not for real, but you're supposed to be dead. Fake dead. Okay? Oh, my gosh. Well, thankfully, Owen is not dead. Yeah. Thank goodness. I'm very thankful that Owen is not dead. Do you think, well, that's predictions. I'll hold it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hold it. Because we need to get into Owen and Harry and Jocelyn's situation. Yeah. Obviously, he's in, like, the chicken coop. Is that what it was called? Mm-hmm. Chicken coop. Boggles my mind that they call it hospital chicken coop, but it's fine. He's in the chicken coop. He gets out of the chicken coop. They say, Harry's like, they're fine. They're landed. We pull out all these things. I'm sorry. If I had an IV and needles going into my body, I would not be about to pulling them out. No. It's just funny to me how these actors pick and choose when to really be hurt. Because he did that so abruptly, but then when he gets there, he's like, oh, yeah, we made it. And he's got the cast on his arm and is like, don't touch the arm. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, Owen, oh, uh, can you just stop playing games? You're good, fam. You're good. We know. Like, Maybe it was just adrenaline. We'll, we'll crack it up to adrenaline. Yeah. Nah. I'll, I'll crack it up to a laugh in acting. I'll just say that. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. No, no shame, but like, shame. Sorry, we've been we've been pointing this out all season, so nothing new there. Love you, Blair Underwood. You're popping, but that was weird. That was some shade. Don't you love when people be throwing shade? They be like, no shade, but shade, shade. shade. (laughs) If you have to announce no shade, you are about to give shade. Girl, get an umbrella. Just Just get an umbrella. It's coming. I needed some shade today. Uh Do you? You want me to give you some? It's it's right here. It was the hot, sunny LA weather. 
Ireland does not have the hot sunny weather, so we're focused on Ireland. They did not. Because we only have a few more minutes. We have a lot more to cover. And I just want to wrap it up a little bit so that we can get to all lipstick, National Lipstick Day. Guys, I know you guys want to hear about the lipsticks. And obviously, Priyanka. Mm. Big news. Big, big news. So excited. But sex trafficking with Harry, because I think that that's a little bit more important than obviously the Owen, like, oh my God, my arm. I agree. But Owen and his sister, I had a lot of Taken vibes. From this episode. Lots. Not complaining, but I just do think that it's a little too close for comfort. I felt felt a little bit more like the opening of the doors, being all dressed up. Unless that is something that's very, like, truthful. If that is very truthful, and unfortunately, like, to think that that would be truthful, then okay, I'll accept it. But I just felt a little bit more taken. But Harry did end up cutting off um, Titus Walker's thumb. Mm-hmm. Can we, he's like the mogul, right? Yeah. Can we talk about how savage Harry has become yeah. in his quest to find his sister? Wouldn't you be savage too? No, I would, but I if any character that I've seen really change over the last two episodes, it's he Harry. has literally gone from like happy go lucky with the zitty one liners to like excuse me, Alex, we need to focus on finding my sister. You guys remember when he cut her off mm-hmm. in that that other scene? Like he's very, very focused right now. He cannot see outside of that. And I think that scene really just wrapped it up in a bow of how intense he was. You right. know what that moment was? The, the, the follow-up moment from that intense scene was when he was reunited with his sister and he had to say, I'm not going to let anything happen to you again. Right. And when he said that again... I felt that as an elder sibling because you try to do everything that you can do. And we remember when she was, we remember the day she was taken. She had just left from coffee or lunch with him. So I felt that as, as a, a elder sibling, as a provider, as a protector, you're like, I'm gonna look out for you. I got you. And then something happened where it was out of your hands and then boom. It's a lot. And that's heavy to go off of that too. I mean, the fact that he had to put his mask back on and relinquish her. Yeah. As much as like, oh, that hurt me. Because I feel as much as he's going to do everything in his power to protect her, I have to literally be like, I love you. I'm here for you. I have to throw you back to the wolves right now. Yeah. And you have to be strong and keep these other girls strong, even though you're in the pits of like, you know where. I just hugged you, but I have to push you back. Like, I can't imagine. And that was the smartest move. The right move, obviously. In like in calculations, but because they couldn't blow their that. cover then, of right. course, and she but was brave. Yeah, <sighs> like it's like that one shining moment. While in that scene, I also love. So I've never been a front and center with any kind of sex trafficking anything, but I love that when shows address it, they always show the unity be- amongst the girls. When Harry found his sister she, and he was like, I'm going to save you. And she was like, not just me. It goes to show you that though it's been such a short amount of time, like ev- all of the women who are sex trafficked are in it together. And and I don't I don't know if it's really like that. But from the shows and from TVs that I've been watching, they always show that unity. Every time you go to save one, they're like, you have to save us all. Like, you know, I mean, at that point, I feel like you've been stripped away from all of your humanity. So you have nothing yeah. left but each other, but each other. And at that point, you just kind of have to be like. I mean, I already thought that I wasn't making it out of this. So, like, I've already given that up, that idea. So, at least you can do is, like, save everybody else on top of me. If I can't get out, no one else is getting out. And I love that the writers didn't break her. Mm. I love that she was still standing strong Mm -hmm. and tall because she didn't know that that was her brother behind the mask. And she said, don't you dare touch me. So, she was still fighting. So, I like that they didn't... 
use the situation though it could easily you know like been the other way around right mm. I like that they still ha- gave her her fight yeah and I mean I just I mean I thought that the way that they had approached this is beautiful and I think that if anything out of Quantico out of the entire season I think it's beautiful that they're addressing this issue because I think it's an issue that we don't talk about a lot here in America because we think that it happens everywhere else mm-hmm. but it happens very much here so I think that kudos to them for doing that. And I also think like kudos for doing the twist that they did with Devlin and our Fiona as Ooh, well. Yeah. A little bit of a turn. That right was good. There. That was good. I think with mm-hmm. Fiona, I was not, I mean, I watched it and I almost had that moment of like, what's she doing talking to Devlin? Oh no. Like I did. It didn't register with me that this is something that she was, doing and 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 it was it was just interesting that it came out this episode because this was also Mm. the same episode where she had the conversation with mcquig and she was like uh you were right i shouldn't listen to you about the whole shut up and to be honest with her playing the other side for so long i almost thought uh, naively that she was playing devlin and was actually on their side i mean i could have hopes no, I thought I thought it might have been a switcheroo okay. too. That's not f- totally far off. But my question is, like, was she was she in the states when they first extradited him and came over, and then when I he had his so. call? Because I was like, when did she get to Ireland? Did she go with them? I think she's been there. I think her pretending there? of like, I didn't know where you were in America, girl. Yeah, you were part of my whole extradition process. Like, don't even play. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Agree. I mean, she Ugh, came to I mean, her she, demise. She did She did her job well in the sense that she did pick somebody in the group to kind of tap into because it wasn't going to be Ryan. He's already married. She took someone like McQuig, who's single, who has stake in this because Connor did kill his sister. He's emotionally vulnerable right now and open to trusting somebody who just got him out of a sticky situation, like getting him out of jail, which is yeah. why he was quicker to then be like, you know what, I trust her judgment. Let's have her in on this plan. And that was right what she needed I have to say she's one of the best outplanned villains because I had no idea she was going to be villain until Mm -hmm. about two seconds ago a part of me felt it though because do you remember last I didn't remember no but not like completely where I knew but I had like this I had a sense of something didn't sit right with me with her because she was saying like when Quake kept last episode kept saying, oh, he lost his sister. Harry's sister was gone, etc., etc. And she kept saying, I have stake in this too, blah, blah, blah. But she was never telling us what that was. What it was. So because she never like oh. was exposing that, I started to feel like, I don't know if I trust you about you having stake in this. But I, mm. I, I didn't dismiss her completely. But a little red flag went off like, you've said that so many times and you mm. still haven't told us what right? it was because her whole thing was about making sure that he came back to Ireland mm-hmm. to pay for the crimes of that he committed against the people of Ireland does that include you then what was it right. why are you fighting so hard because all we have is her word that she had been chasing him for the last few years and hasn't been able to convict him mm-hmm. but it's really not the case so but she, that's she was going on well she was laying down her story good yeah she was really just, good I'm just very thankful that all the girls got out and that obviously she came to her demise. Right. As much as I loved her, I actually did love her up until the the switcheroo halfway through. But guys, I really do want to get into our special segment before we go into our news and our predictions because we have one episode left. Only one more episode. Only one more. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. So, it is... National Lipstick Day. Thank Ooh. you for the announcement because I had no idea. Thank you for the announcement because we had no <laughs> idea. Thank you for the announcement for, because we had no idea. We I put it in the group chat. I was like, guys. I'm sorry. Today. I thought it was you in the group chat. I'm so sorry. Thank you. I'll take the credit. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Let's focus. Oh, focus. 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 <laughs> okay. So go to lipstick colors. Go. Today I am wearing NYX Soft Matte Lip Cream in San Paolo. It's beautiful. Thank it's you. Cute. I really like it. Can I swatch it? Oh, yeah. The formula is so lightweight and creamy, and I love matte lipsticks, but... I love NYX. I, I know, and I love NYX. I like <gasps> a lot of their face products. Can I put some on? This? Oh, my God, yes. Is becoming, like... Am I putting it on right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it okay. actually goes so good on top of what you already have. It, it does. It, wait, um, it looks kind of... Oh, it makes it more deep opposed to the brighter. Yeah. Interesting. For all well, of our iTunes doing, listeners, we're, we're swatching live right now. While she's applying that lipstick, I'm going to go into the one that I have on, which is borrowed from Christine, because I think I, I mentioned to you guys that I am a person Love. who wears the same shades, what I'm comfortable with. So mm. I told them today in our group chat that I want to try something new. Bold. And Christine brought me Zipper. I don't know where this is from, though. ColourPop Cosmetics. This is Zipper it's from ColourPop Cosmetics, and I have it on with a little bit of Purple Aurora from Revlon. Oh, that's dark on me. Ooh, let me see. Yeah, it's, that, it's dark on me, dark. too. So I use this Revlon one to lighten it up a bit. I love this one. This one's actually mine. <laughs> we like to share on this panel. I stole their lipsticks, basically. You know. Oh, I really like my lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you wearing? Well, this one that you just put on there, did you say purple aura? I did. Okay, I'm so sorry. So, I have like three lipsticks on, clearly, because I just layered yours on top of, as I've shouted out earlier, if you guys do like the drama channel on After Buzz TV, there's obviously Queen of the South. Obviously, that's what I was trying to say. Obviously, Queen of the South. I did go to the premiere a couple weeks ago, and they gave me a fire red lipstick, has no name. Just a red lipstick that they gave me in my little, like, to-go pouch. Uh-huh. But Camila from Queen of the South is known for red lipstick. So, I put Almond Rose, which is my go-to that you guys have seen me wear 50 million times on the show. And it is Maybelline. And then I put the red lipstick over top. And then, what did I put on top? San Paolo. San Paolo. I am triple layered for National Lipstick Day. I kind of really like it, though. And it's popping like your nail color. Oh, yeah, I do have... I only eat mainly lobster. <laughs> Thank you. I eat mainly lobster. It's like an orangey coral. Super okay. cute. Let's get. I'm so excited. Can can we can we can we talk about it now? Can we talk about the like our news? Ring, we got a minute ring, left. ring, ring. Yes, please. Let's do our ring, ring. Here we go. Woo. Ready? One, two, three. Yes. <laughs> I knew y'all was gonna I'm say so that. I'm so glad you guys catch me on that. Yeah, <laughs> y'all. First of all, we reported that they were dating, supposedly dating, Bob and then they got engaged. From Tiffany's, mind you, he shut down Tiffany's in London. Not even just any Tiffany's. 
He went to London, Tiffany's. Y'all favorite Quantico cast member is now engaged. Sorry, McQuig, but she's got a man. I mean, McQuig set up anyway. It's fine. He's, he's <laughs> doing fine in real life. Alan's doing great. Our girl Priyanka is now engaged <laughs> to Nick Jonas. Correct. So this comes just after two months of dating, guys. They're following after Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson, uh, Haley Baldwin and Justin Bieber. All of these super quick relationships Carly Kloss, turned she's engagements. She's not super fast, but... But yeah, I mean, wow, and congrats. So my question is, and I asked you this earlier and I never got an answer. Would you, if you were dating someone for two months, would you get engaged with him if he was the one? Yes. You know from two months. Yeah. If he was the if I knew within two months he was the one, absolutely, girl. I'm locking that down. Because you were only dating for two months, but you probably have been getting to know each other prior to. You're you're feeling like a no over there, Candace. It depends ah. on if I, if I met you, if I met you, started dating you within two months, like I never knew you before, then that's a little different. Right. I'm still getting to know you. But if I have known you. I mean, watch. I eat my words all the time. So I guarantee you, I say that I'm anti two months and I'm going to get engaged in two months, guys. It's just going to happen. Oh, now it's speaking into existence. It always happens. Every time I say no, no, it always happens. So, guys, if I have a ring in two months, you heard I'm, not me dating first. Any, I'm not dating anybody. It's fine. But either way, two months, I just feel like it's a little like jump the gun. Even if you've known each other for a while. Like, I mean, let's be real here. Like, we've known each other for how long? Like, I still have a lot of questions that I don't know about you. Mm -hmm. And not romantically, obviously. And I know that it's a little bit more intense when you're with these people all the time and you're intimate. However, like, he's running his business. She's running hers. Like, when do they actually have time to really get to know each other in order to prepare for marriage? I can't say because truthfully... We don't even know. Like we don't of course. even. Yeah, we don't no, even we don't know, know how long they were dating before they were supposedly right. dating. You know what I mean? So then that that always makes it hard. Which is why, from my standpoint, when you know, you know. Now you can get proposed to and say no. You don't have to say yes. You mm-hmm. can say not now. Of course. Plus, you say no. It's probably not going to happen. We, again, but not say, now, babe. Like no. give it some time. Yeah, we only see about like you know ten percent of what they allow us to see and what sources report and you know things like that. So. I'm sure there's more to it. And if it's not, we'll see in a month or two when they break up. So, Well, we'll have predictions about <laughs> Priyanka in our next episode. Because I'm, regardless of me and my judgments of two months, I'm extremely happy for her and for Nick. So congratulations on your engagement. I mean, they look super happy. So yes. that's all you can ask for, right? Like a power couple. Even Meghan Markle's giving her back up on it. You know, when you got the Duchess of Sussex on your side, I think you're doing okay. <laughs> just saying but do you guys have any predictions real quick before we wrap up this show and go Your into our after final buzz tv predictions Woo! um that was a lot of predictions it was i'm just gonna keep it short and sweet and say that our villain dies <gasps> i think connor dies i don't I mean, yeah. know what exactly yeah. is gonna happen but i feel like the final episode is gonna have us with our jaws on the ground Ooh, agreed and going off of that we didn't really address the the fire Mm. at all of McQuig and Alex. So I'm just saying that this is going to get to a peak heat. However, because we did see Andrea, I think that she's going to be extremely conflicted and more so conflicted than she ever was with Ryan. I think Ryan, as much as she loved him, I think Andrea had more of the passion 
and the actual love that she needed. So, like, that was, like, a love that resonated deep within her, not just, like, a love out of convenience. Right. And then that's a little bit of what Ryan was for her. And so to see, like, McQuig and the passion from work again and, like, being near-death experiences. He's been there during the the miscarriage. Mm-hmm. And then Andrea coming back into your life. I just think it's going to be a love, the heat, like, conundrum. The heat's turning up and someone's going to get burned. I think it's going to be McQuig. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, I just don't think that Andrea's going to make it through. Just say it. Uh, um, that was a prediction for you right there. But thank you guys so much for joining us. We appreciate you being here on a Sunday. And we've loved you since the beginning. It's so sad that we only have one more episode to go. But... We're expecting a huge, amazing episode next week. So be sure to stay tuned. Check us out for episode 13 of Quantico. Again, my name is Candace Cruz. You can find me on all my social media at Candace R. Cruz. And you can follow Elena here at on all social platforms at hand underscore it's lay. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Christine Mean and on Instagram at Christine I Alexis. Just switched up my handle. Ooh. And be sure if you haven't already to check out our interview with Alan Powell. Candace and I yes. did that this week. So check it out and stay tuned for next week's episode. Yes, he gave a lot of spoilers in there inadvertently. So check it out. We will see you guys next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 